Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I'm going to jump right into the Word of God, amen, get you guys home quickly, amen. Psalms 23. My minister tonight, amen. I haven't ministered, uh, man, on a Wednesday night for I don't know how long, amen, probably a couple months, amen. So, uh, I'm coming in. We had a great, great uh, time with uh, our, our servanthood coming up and ministering on the theme rooted. Amen. They did a great, great job. Can you give the Lord some praise? Amen. For our, our, our servanthood. Amen. Each of them came up and delivered a message. Amen. And so it was a great, great message on rooted. Amen. Uh, you're going to be rooted out. Amen. By the end of this month. Amen. Praise the Lord with our, our conference. Amen. They're going to bring the word rooted amen before uh, this conference is over amen we're going to be so deep amen and you guys are going to have what your rooted dance hallelujah come on you got to get that rooted dance amen because you got to go deep come on how many want to go deep come on somebody say i'm going deep come on somebody say rooted hallelujah so get that rooted dance in because each time we come to church you should want to get rooted you should want to say, you know, what's what's in it for me, amen? I want to go a little deeper. I want to get a, get rooted a little bit more because, you know what, winds and storms come. Amen. We got we got rain coming this Saturday, amen. It says 88% rain, hallelujah. I haven't seen that on my phone for a while. It's usually 30%, 50%, and then we don't get nothing, amen. It just kind of passes by, but 88 is pretty high, amen. And so rain is going to come. Storms are always going to come. So rooted. Is, is, is it really, really important and vital for us in our Christian walk that we need to root ourselves even in those times of uncertainties? Come on, the times of doubt and times of questions, amen. Rooted gets you assured because you're built on him. Can somebody say amen? Amen. I'm not ministering on that. I just want to encourage you that each time we come, get that root dance in. Amen. Praise the Lord, amen. We're going to do some TikToks on root. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about, amen. But... uh Sunday, I'm going to announce something that we're going to be doing, amen, for three days, and so get ready for that, but don't you think, you won't think and expect what you really think is going to be something different, so I'll, I'll announce that on Sunday, amen. Psalms 23, verse 6, are you there? Amen. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, let's pray, amen. Father, thank you so much, Father God, for tonight, Lord. Thank you for, Father, all those that came out, Lord. We thank you for our guests that came, Father God, to visit here, my Lord. We just ask that you would open up our hearts and open up our minds, Lord, that we would grab an understanding of your word. I pray right now, Lord, that those that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit will say to them, Father. Let it be, Father, let it be something that waters our soul, Lord, seeds that are planted within our souls, Father God, that we can have increase of 30, 60, 100 fold, my Lord. And so, Father, I pray right now as you would move. Holy Spirit, have your way tonight as you're already here. Start to move upon the hearts of your people, Father, for we know it's not by might, but by your spirit, Father God. And so, Father, we just ask that your spirit be loosened in this place. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, 
Amen. Come on, can, can you give the Lord one more praise? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It seems like it's a flash warning sign up there. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Tonight I want to minister on his goodness and mercy. Somebody say goodness. Somebody say mercy. Amen. As I started looking back these last few years, amen, I started to think about the goodness of God. God's goodness through it all, amen. Though it's been a rough season, though it's been a, a rough time in our lives, amen. Uh, come on, come on. I start to think about God's faithfulness and God's goodness. In the, that in the midst of sorrow, there was peace. Come on, somebody. Come on, in the midst of pain, there was joy. That in the midst of loss, there was comfort. And I thought, my God, as I look back through these last couple of years that we've been shaken and kicked and, and spit on, it felt like, man, we've been beat on, amen. The devil's just thrown all kinds of stuff at us, amen. But we're still here, church. Come on. You're still here, amen. God is still good, amen. So surely goodness and mercy have followed us. Goodness and mercy, amen, will follow all those who are under the master's care because the skill and the loving management of our good shepherd. Everything is summed up right here by David in a brave but a simple statement. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Here David assures himself that no matter what happened in his life, because he was under the care of the good shepherd, goodness and mercy shall follow. Not only is this a bold statement, but he's boasting about his good shepherd, amen, the one who is in control of his career, his life, and his destiny. God is good, church. I said, God is good in all the time. God is good in all the time. Come on. But let me ask you a question tonight. Are you truly under his care? And are you truly giving everything to God? Come on. I don't want you to answer that, but I'm, it's a question that you need to answer yourself. It's a question that you need to answer in your spirit. Are you truly under his care? Are you truly giving it all to God? How many can us can say that no matter what comes our way, I know that goodness and mercy shall follow. Of course, amen, it's simple to say that, amen, when everything's all right. Come on, it's simple to say that when your health is excellent. Come on, when money is flowing, amen, when your family is well, amen, when nobody's talking smack about you and everyone loves you. Come on, it's no problem at that time to say that goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. But what about when sickness hits your body? When somebody in your family dies unexpectedly, when your job closes down after 15 years with them and now there's no money flowing. Come on. What happens when your kids are not making their grades in school or you get there or they get caught up with the wrong group? Come on. 
What do you do when your friends, you thought were your friends, turn out to be not your friends and come against you? Come on. We've all got hit th with things unexpected. Come on. You ever got hit unexpected? You ever got bad news, amen, when everything was flowing? Come on. You ever got the bad report? Come on, somebody. Things come unexpected. And these are times of testing. These are times of that, that tests a person's confidence in the master's care. There are going to be times in your life that, that it's going to be more than religion, more than just coming to church, amen. There are going to be times that you're going to have to put your money where your mouth is and stand on God's word. Can somebody say amen? Come on, you're going to have to walk the talk. Come on, we're good to, to talk that walk, amen, when everything's flowing, but you're going to have to match that up. Listen, uh, when all things are coming at you, this is where you can say, goodness and mercy shall follow me. You know, when I got sick last year and I ended up in the hospital, I never once said to God, what are you doing? Come on, I, I knew God had me. Come on, there was not a doubt that, you know what, the master failed me. The master messed up on me, amen. You know what, how can you allow this to happen? I'm the pastor of the church. The people need me. What's going on, God? Never once, amen, through that time did I question God. But I worship God. I thank them each day that I woke up, amen. I still thank them today for the air that's in my lungs. As I look back in my life, I can see time and time again of his compassion and his concern that the master had for me and for us as a family. Throughout the years, amen, there are times where I felt like I, I didn't understand at times what God was doing. You ever had one of those moments? God, what are you doing here? Come on, let's all be honest. Everybody go like that. Come on. We, we, we don't know. Well, what are you doing here, God? We, we didn't quite comprehend his management skill and his infinite wisdom amen i would naturally lean or we naturally lean to fear or to worry asking the famous question that we have all asked god why why am i going through this why is she acting like this why is he acting like that why are our kids devils? Hallelujah. Whatever it is, amen, we ask God why we're going through these seasons, amen. But despite of this kind of thinking, I'm so glad that God never gave up on us. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, he never gave up on us. Even when you doubted him, he, he never gave up on you. And if you're here tonight, God hasn't given up on you. Come on, somebody. I'm so grateful that goodness and mercy has followed us. Come on. It's only possible, amen, because of his motivation of his love and his care and his concern for us as one of his sheep. He has picked up each and every one of us and put us back on our feet. Come on, somebody. Come on, times that we were down and out, God was there. Times when you thought no one loved you, God was there. Times that you were wondering and scratching your head, uh, how are we going to do this? God was there. The time when you thought, how are we going to pay this bill? God was there. Amen. The time you said, man, uh, how did this happen? Uh, God's comfort was there. 
Come on, God has always been there, amen. When you slipped and you fallen and fell into sin, guess what? God was there. Come on, surely, come on, church, goodness and mercy shall follow us. Because anyone who is truly under his care, there will be no difficulty that can rise against you. Come on, if God... Before you, nothing, what, can come against you. No disaster can descend without good coming out of it. Amen. I've had some bad hit in my life that God has turned around for the good. Come on, somebody. Come on, what's tended for evil, come on, God turns it for the good. Come on, that's what Romans uh, says right here, Romans 8, 28. For we all know that all things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor God works it together. Amen. God will put it together. Amen. Come on. Uh, God works all things. Somebody say all things. For the good. For those who love God. Do you love God? Do you love God? Come on. Give him a hand clap. Do you love him? Then understand that no matter what you're going through, he's going to work it out for the good. Come on. You may not understand why. You may scratch your head, but he says, you know what? I love you. You're my son. You're my daughter. Amen. Goodness and mercy shall follow you for the rest of your life. Amen. And let me tell you, I'm going to work all things out for you. He's always done that, church. Video music, amen. Hallelujah. Church, this has to become the great foundation of our faith and confidence in him. That he will work all things out. Come on. I love the Lord because he first loved me. Come on. There's nothing special about me, but he's special. Come on. I love him because he loved me. Come on, somebody. His goodness and mercy and compassion are new to you every single day, church. Come on, guess what? When you wake up tomorrow, mercy's going to be there for you. Come on, somebody. Goodness is going to be there for you. His compassion is going to be there for you. Amen. I can rest assured under his care, my trust is he love me. Come on. I understand that. I can, I can take it to the bank that my Lord loves me. Come on, somebody. There has to be an unshakable confidence in his ability to do the right things in our lives, to do the best thing in any given situation. To me, this is the picture of the great shepherd, a continuous flow of goodness and mercy in my life. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Isn't it awesome that you can wake up tomorrow and mercy's still there? Isn't it awesome that his goodness never leaves us? Come on, his compassion is always there. His love for us is there. Despite of how you love him back, he loves you. He is so good and he's so awesome that sometimes we beat ourselves over and over in our mistakes. And God says, I still love you, daughter. I still love you, son. I forgive you. Come on, as we ask for forgiveness, God grants it. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we can start to think, when I think about the goodness 
in all he's done for me. Makes me what? Want to shout. Makes me want to dance, amen. Come on, because of the goodness of God. See, once in a while, amen, when you're going through a downer time, amen, when you're going through a season, amen, of dryness, think about his goodness in all that he's done for you. It, it, it has to make you shout. It has to put a smile on you. It has to turn your, your attitude around, amen, and say, you know, what am I complaining to God about, amen? God is good. And his mercy uh, and his goodness will follow me the rest of my life. He is our good shepherd. In his care, uh, in all his care, in, in all his work, uh, in all his watchfulness, amen, in all the skill, in all the concern, in all the sacrifice, it is his love, the love that he has for you and I. God loves you. Come on, somebody say, God loves me. Come on, right? Even the kids know that. God loves me for this I know for the what? The Bible tells it so. Come on, read the word and you know that the Father loves you. He loves us. He loves you. He, he, he smiles upon you, man. He loves us. John 10, 11 says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, amen. Who are the sheep? Come on, I'm a sheep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, amen. First John 3.16 says this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. He already did it, church. He already died on the cross. He already rose from the grave, amen. He laid it down for you. Even though you weren't existing there, he already foreknew you, amen. He, he already saw you. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb, and he says, I love you already, and we haven't met. His love is because he laid down his life for you and I to die for our sins. Somebody say, my sins. Our sins. We're the one that should be on the cross, Yet he laid down his life for us. That's what love is, church. As goodness and mercy flows to us and in us, it can, listen, flow to others. I want you to get that, amen. As goodness and mercy flows to us and in us, it can flow to others. Goodness and mercy that follows my life can benefit the lives, listen, of others. Come on, if it flows in your life, guess what? It flows in your home. It flows in your job. It flows in your ministry. It flows in your church. It flows wherever you go. If it flows in you, it flows everywhere. Can somebody say amen? And it benefits the others. My coworkers are blessed because I'm there. Why? Because goodness and mercy follow me. Come on, if it follows me, guess what? It's going to get on them. Come on, something happens uh, when you walk in the room, when the goodness and mercy is flowing your life, it benefits others. But if a sheep don't come under the management, it can ruin it. Listen, listen, for the whole flock. But on the other hand, if it's managed properly, everyone else will benefit from that. Come on, if we can all flow, somebody say just flow. Come on, somebody say it loud. Just flow. If you can just flow, amen, and allow the goodness and mercy to flow in your life, it's going to flow to others that come into this place, amen. 
And if goodness and mercy follow you, then goodness and mercy will flow in this place. And we all, say, somebody say all, we all benefit from it. Come on, if I'm feeling good, I can make you feel good. Hallelujah. We can, we can help each other in the areas, amen, because you know what? Goodness and mercy follow us. Come on, we should always be happy people. Right? Come on, we should be happy. I mean, not perfect, not, not everything's well in our lives, but we should, should not take away our joy. Come on. Yeah, I'm going through a season, but I got the love of the Lord in me. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm okay. God's going to take care of me. I'm under his, under his, under his uh, management. I'm under him, his care. Amen. So I know that, that all things work out good for those that love him. So I love him. Amen. So he's going to work things out for me. Why am I worrying? Why am I tripping? God, you're in control. You're the master, amen. I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to come under your care because I know that goodness and mercy shall fall in me, shall flow inside of me. And if it falls on me, it's going to fall on my wife, amen. It's going to fall in my household. It's going to fall on cinnamon, my dog, hallelujah. It's going to flow. See, if we can all get on the same page, if we can all be uh, uh, tuned in with this year's theme of rooted, amen, we can all benefit from it. Come on, this is not just for me. This is for you. The rooted is for you, amen. If you can grab a hold of it, we can all flow in the rooted theme, amen, and know that God's going to do something in our lives, amen, that if we can let our roots grow down deep inside of them, then our lives are going to be built on him, amen. If we can all flow, then all of us can be growing. We all benefit if you jump on the same page. If we tune in to the same frequency. Remember Pastor Joe's message on frequency? Come on. Sometimes, you know, you, you get the static because you're not on the right frequency. You know what I'm talking I need some water. Hallelujah. Right? Come on, you're supposed to be 90.5 and you're at 90.4. Come on, you're getting a little bit of the music in there, but you're like. We got static Christians in the house sometimes, amen, because you're not on the right frequency. We got to be on the same page. And when we are, guess what? The good sound comes out. Right? You, you, now you got the groove going. It's like, yeah, there it is. Mm hmm. But when you got the frequency off, you, you can't dance to it. I mean, it's like you're off. It's off. Tell your neighbor, don't be off. Come on, we all benefit if we're on the same page, church, amen. If we are following him, listen, if you are following God and you love God, let me tell you, then goodness and mercy shall follow you for the rest of your life, church. It'll always be there for you. You got to understand, church, let me ask you a question. What are you leaving behind for others? If I just told you that it benefits others, what are you leaving for others? Do you leave a trail of sadness or gladness? Come on, do you deposit blessing or a burden? Come on, do you bring pleasure or do you bring pain? What are you bringing for others to benefit from? Isaiah 52, 7 says this, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messengers who bring the good news, the good news of peace and salvation. But we have to ask the question, 
Do I leave behind forgiveness or bitterness? Do I leave behind contentment or conflict, joy or frustration, love or anger? Because if we are a true child of God, come on, are you a true child of God? Raise your hand if you're a true child of God. Come on, if you're a true child of God, listen, the one who's under the great shepherd's care, there should never be a sense of shame or fear. But we should leave behind a legacy of encouragement. The one who was there to lift people up. Come on. We're here to encourage one another. That's why it says don't forsake the assembly of, of gathering. That we can encourage one another. Church, you cannot encourage online. You can't. Come on, you, you can... You can say, man, that preacher is awesome online, but that preacher's not praying for you. That preacher don't know you. I'm praying for you. I'm laying hands on you. I'm watching you. I'm caring for you. You just got a good message, amen, but let me tell you, you need to be in the house. You understand what I'm saying? Come on. Come on, that's a great preacher, but he's not there when you need a, a need. You don't have his phone number. Come on, call that preacher and see if you can get a hold of him. Try to ask for a favor. Ask for someone just to pray for you. You ain't going to get nothing. Church, we got to assemble. It says that way we can encourage one another. Come on. Yes, a, mer a message can be encouraging over online, church. But there's nothing than someone laying hands on you and hugging you when you need that hug. Come on, somebody. That's what we got to leave behind. That's what we got to pass down to others, encourage one another, lift up each other. See, the same is true of our great shepherd, Jesus Christ. He went about doing good things. His good acts were mixed with mercy. So often that he's seen, so often we see other human beings being so rude and harsh in our world today. I mean, you go out there, come on, no one's polite. Everyone's in a rush. No one's concerned. No one, no one looks at you. No one, everyone passes you. But Jesus showed compassion and Jesus showed tenderness. When others were staying stone him, he was still showing mercy. Forgiving them for what they're saying and what they're doing. Saying forgive them for they know not what they do. And again, we got to ask ourselves, church. What is my attitude towards others? Come on, what's our attitude? Well, I like him, but I don't like her. <laughs> I like them, but I don't like them. Come on, that, that's not the attitude that we should have. We got to love one another. We got to be there for each other. Come on, we, we, we got to understand that, church. Jesus wasn't there just liking the ones that liked him. He loved those that despised him. Rejected him. Come on, we got to ask ourselves, what's my attitude towards others? Do we sit with self-pride on a pedestal and look down on people that are messing up? Or do we come down where they're at and identify ourselves with them and offer them goodness and offer them mercy? The same goodness and mercy that was given to us by our master. Do you see the sinner with, with the compassion of Christ? 
or with a critical eye? Are you willing tonight, church, to overlook the faults and the weakness of others, amen, to extend forgiveness uh, and that has God has forgiven you for all your failures? We have to return, listen, church, what has been given to us. And the only way to appreciate goodness and mercy that God has given us is to extend, extend that same goodness and mercy to one another. Come on, somebody. You will not know the full effect of that till you start to extend it. Come on. Matthew chapter 8, 10, 8, it says this. Freely you have received, freely give. Come on, have you received anything from Christ? Come on. Come on, have you received anything from Christ? Love, mercy, all that, then you have to give it. The same way you received it, freely give. Give it. It's not a question. Oh, I'm going to think about it. Uh, You know what? Uh, No, no. Just do it. God didn't say, I'm going to think about it to you. When you came to the altar, amen, anyone wants Jesus, amen, come to the altar, uh, you go back to your seat. You know he doesn't want you right now. No. Right? The Father's arms were always here and waiting for you. He waits for the prodigals. He waits for his sons and daughters. Amen. He, his, his extension is there. And the same thing happens to, to do with us. Amen. If God has forgiven them, then you have to forgive them. Come on, somebody say amen. Nobody wants to say amen to that one. Huh? huh. No, I want to hold on to the grudge a little bit more. Amen. Come on. No, come on. Let it go. Tell your neighbor, let it go. Freely you receive, freely give. And if you're unable to forgive or extend friendship to those fallen men and women, then we don't have a sense of what Christ's forgiveness and mercy is towards us. It is the lack, listen church, of love among Christians today that make the church, listen, a lukewarm institution. People come to be loved and they are turned off by the lack of it. Come on, people want to come in and be loved, not looked upon, not, not, not looked with a critical eye, not checked out from head to toe. Come on, hallelujah. That, that, that's what they feel. They, they, you know, who's this guy? Where they come with me? You know, we start looking at people. They, I mean, sense that. But if they can feel the love of God, then they feel they see Jesus. Come on, we got to extend that. We got to offer that to any person that comes in, no matter what race, no matter what, what, how they look like, or how tall, how short, whatever it is, church. We got to extend that. Love, love, love is what wins people over. It was the love of God that won the world over, that forgave the world of their sins. It was so for God, so what? Love the world that He sent His Son Jesus to die for us. It's love, the agape love of God, not the love that the world loves. The world loves only those they like. God loves everything. Love, love keeps no record wrong. You read 1 Corinthians 13. Come on, it tells you the love chapter there and what love is. Come on. We have to turn like that. But there's a lack of love in the church today. But the man or woman who knows firsthand about goodness and mercy of God in their lives are, will be warm and effective 
through the goodness and mercy towards others. Come on, there'll be something that flows from us. Amen. We know firsthand, man, what love is and the mercy of God, the goodness of God. And we know that. Come on, then we should be able to do that to other people automatically because we experienced it firsthand. Christ wants us to see us prosper, loving, being happy. He wants, he wants to pour out inside of us, amen. He wants to see the things that he, that he pours inside of you and what's being ministered and what you read and, and things that you study about, amen, that you put it into action. Because when we do that, church, it blesses him. Come on, the things that you're hearing, that you start to do that, man, goodness and, and mercy, follow me, amen. All the days of my life, amen, is if I'm walking in this goodness and, and I'm walking in his blessings and in his mercy, amen, it's going to affect other people. It's going to touch other lives. And when we start doing what he tells us to do, church, it blesses God. It brings a satisfaction as a good shepherd. And this is the benefit that we can give back to him. Isn't that awesome that we can, what we do benefits God? <laughs> He's done some things in us and we start doing that to each other, then it benefits him. It says, man, this is a family now. This is, this is the church now. This is, this is what all is. Now you start doing that, now you're, it brings benefits back to the Father. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Goodness and mercy shall follow me. For a month, for a year, for the rest of your life. And it follows us, church. And if you can walk and tap into this of how good God is and how merciful he is and the goodness of God, man, and it's flowing in our lives, churches, it starts to touch our family. It starts to touch our marriages. It starts to touch our children. It starts to touch family. It starts to touch the world, church. This kind of stuff gets contagious. People like goodness. People like to receive mercy. Come on, when they, forgiveness, amen. Like the world don't know that. That God grants it. The world system is lock them up. God is let them go. And what? And sin no more. Church, there's a benefit for us as Christians. There's a benefit for being under the care of the good shepherd. Because when we are under his care, then goodness and mercy shall follow us for the rest of our days. You know, I, I was, when I, when I'm, just this, I mean, when I think of that song. When I think about his goodness and all that he's done for me, it makes me want to shout and dance. I remember doing that back at home. I remember Sister Bloom, amen, I'd be the worship leader, amen, I'd do that and dance, dance. Dance all night long. It's okay. Woo! My Lord, I'm getting excited right now. <laughs> it causes me. It should cause you, church. 
It should cause you to follow him no matter what goes your way when you know goodness and mercy are going to follow you, man. It should, it should cause you, no, I'm going to still follow Jesus. I'm going to still go to church. I'm going to still serve in the ministry. I'm going to still do what I need to do for the kingdom, amen. No matter what comes my way because goodness and mercy shall follow me, shall follow us the rest of the days of our lives. But a goodness, as goodness and mercy follows in you, let it flow through you and unto others. Come on, let it flow through you. Don't hold it. Don't keep it. Let it flow through you. Let's follow the master, church. Let's watch the blessings flow as we root ourselves in him. Amen. I don't know about you, but I believe that God wants to release those kind of things in our lives. All you got to do is just follow. All you got to do is just trust and know it's going to happen. You know? We're driving. I picked up Anthony and I said, you know what? God's going to give you that job. And he's like, I know. Goodness and mercy right there. It's not like, not questioning. You know, I've been saved X amount of days. When's this job coming, Pastor? He didn't, he didn't tell me that. I would have thrown him out of the car. No. <laughs> Get out. Only goodness and mercy in the car. <laughs> no. You got you to gotta trust God. Do you trust God? I mean, don't trust him when, it's, when it's, everything's flowing. Do you trust him in those hard times? See, when you do that, that's when goodness, and that's when mercy is released. And it follows us. You got to know that, church. You got to know that he intends no wrong towards you at all. He wants the best for you. Come on. He works all things out for those who love him according to his will, according to his purpose. God will release the goodness and mercy in your life. Amen. You just got to trust him. When you do that, you can think about his goodness and all that he's done for you. And it'll make you want to share.